0: And entitled Karen gets so angry that she threatens me over a parking spot, and I could not be more shocked. So I want to preface this by saying that I work in a retail outlet. For those who don't know what that is, it's basically an outside mall. Anyways, parking where I work is always crazy. It's neck for neck for a good parking spot, and on busy days like today, I usually avoid the parking disputes and park in the parking garage, which is pretty far from my job. On my lunch break, when it slowed down, I decided to move my car and park it in front of the store work at. No biggie. I get a parking spot and start enjoying my break and call my significant other. After hanging up with my significant other, the parking space in front of me opens up as an SUV leaves, so I pull into the spot. However, when I pull in, I guess there was a car sitting and waiting to take the spot. I didn't originally see it due to the fact that the SUV blocked my line of sight. When I pull forward, the entitled Karen sitting in her car goes absolutely insane, screaming that I need to move my Car and that what I was doing was illegal, and so on. So, being a little petty, I stand my ground and I refuse to move. Now, if this entitled Karen had been nice and asked me to move, I would have moved for them absolutely no problem. But instead, she decided to go insane and scream at me, so I stood my ground. Not to mention, there are about five open parking spots around me that she could have easily taken, including the one I had just pulled out of. I tried to ignore her, hoping she'd simply give up and leave. But boy, was I wrong? She approaches my car, screaming at me at the top of her lungs through my window, demanding that I move and insisting again that what I just did was illegal. Again, I was ignoring her, hoping she'd give up, leave and take another of the five or so parking spots around me. At one point, I rolled down the window, asked her politely to leave me alone or I will contact the police. Instead of being polite and backing off, she decided to start cursing at me, as well as inviting me to call the police. She simply didn't care, since what I was doing was illegal. Then, as I'm waiting for her to stop, she starts banging on my car window, once again screaming at me and threatening to put her hands on me. As I continue to ignore her, she goes around to the passenger side of my car, opens my door, and sticks her head in, screaming and yelling at me. At that point, I pulled out my phone and contacted the police, out of fear of what this crazy, entitled Karen would do to me. When she sees I'm actually calling the police, She gets in her car and leaves, but not quick enough for me to get her license plate. Mind you, this lady was with her friend or whatever, and her kid was in the back seat, which you know, is a fantastic precedent to set for your child. The police finally show up, and I give them the rundown. As I'm talking to the police, this entitled Karen shows back up again, and the other officer goes to talk to her. I told the police that I wanted to press charges. He tells me that even though I could, it likely won't get pushed through, considering the police weren't there to witness it. I also didn't record it and I had no witnesses. I was upset about this, but as I continue talking to the officer, this wonderful lady approaches us and lets the officer know that she witnessed this entitled Karen try and enter my car. The officer then says I have more of a ground to press charges, so I decide to do so. I don't speak to that entitled Karen again, but she really dug her own grave by coming back because even with a license plate number, they can't prove it was the woman but luckily she came and I have a witness. So after work, I'll be heading to the police station to fill out the paperwork. I absolutely love to see justice come to an entitled Karen who absolutely had it coming. Who in their right mind would freak out like this over a parking spot, especially when there's other spots available that they could take. I cannot imagine someone banging on my car window and then trying to get into my car and then successfully getting in my car just to yell at me over a parking spot. You must have some serious issues in your life to treat someone else like this over a parking spot. Go to therapy, lady. Overall, I'm really glad that this lady had a witness on the sideline that watched this all go down. That makes this story so much sweeter because now she's got proof and now she really will have grounds to press charges. So congratulations to this original poster. Because of you, one less Karen is now going to terrorize the world. And for that, we give our thanks. How can I handle my really difficult neighbors? I lived in my home for a couple of years now and I have great neighbors. It's a quiet community where everyone seems to respect everyone else. Recently, new renters have moved in and at first they seem really nice. However, that fell apart when one day I was coming home from work and saw them pulling into my parking space. I pulled up behind them, not blocking them in or doing anything that could be seen as offensive and said, hey, how are you? I didn't get a response. So I said, do you mind parking in your spot? Because that one is actually mine. She had a major attitude And her and her friends jumped out of the car like I did something wrong. She tried to tell me that she could park there, so I assumed that her landlord didn't inform her of her own parking spaces. So I pointed to her spots and said, Those right there go with your house. No one else will park there. She actually said, I'll move this one time, but I won't move again. I informed the HOA because I had a feeling that this would be an ongoing issue. The HOA said they would inform them. Ever since then, she hasn't spoken to me and has. Has parked in my spot several other times, each time I've reported it to the HOA. Now whenever she sees me, she makes a point to say something nasty and rude to the people that she is with. And tonight, I heard a racial slur. On a personal level, I'm very easy to get along with, but if she parks in my space, I have nowhere else to park without causing the same problem for another neighbor. And worst of all, each time, both of her parking spaces have been completely open. I'm truly not trying to be difficult or petty. but my My spaces are included in the deed and are literally my own spaces. How can I peacefully handle this situation? I'm not trying to have any issues with the neighbors, but it seems that she is doing this on purpose. What should I do? I want to say first and foremost, yes, they are absolutely doing this on purpose. They're being nasty because you called them out on it. And I guarantee you that this lady is the same type of person who has never been told no about anything in their life. You've informed the HOA, you've told them verbally, hey, you can't park in my spot, but guess what? They're still doing it. So, in my opinion if I was you the next time I see their car parked in my spot I'm calling a tow truck and I'm having it moved you have a distinct claim over that parking spot specifically and they do not deserve to sit there and park their car you've tried to be polite but they've escalated this after they made some terrible comments about you so in my opinion let's take this to another level and I can't think of a better way for this to be escalated than getting her car towed away from your space another option is to try and record every situation in which she she parks her car in your spot and then send these complaints every single time to the landlord. Record everything you can whether video or audio and any interactions you have with her even just from a distance record that lady at all costs. There's a very good chance if you record all of this stuff you might be able to get her evicted or at the very least have some kind of defense if she tries to escalate this further as proof that this lady has been targeting you specifically. There's a good chance that you're not the only one being treated like garbage by this lady. and there There might be a good chance that the landlord has already gotten complaints from other tenants. So they're probably just looking for a good excuse to get them out of there and you might be the very person to help them do it. So record everything and don't let a single detail get past you. Because pretty soon, if you do this enough, you might find yourself with better neighbors. I am having a hard time coping with my boyfriend's poor time management and I'm honestly not sure what to do. I've been dating this guy for around 9 months and he has very poor planning and he's very forgetful in general when it comes to everything. He is one of the worst people I've ever met about being on time. He is rarely on time and I mean more than 30 minutes late consistently. And there's always a new excuse each and every time. He also forgets about our dates. In April, he completely forgot about our date that we planned the day prior. Last week, he made plans with someone else and went to bed and forgot again. I was hurt but I let it slide after he apologized. The last straw was a couple of days ago where we said we would go Go out together at noon. I got all dressed up and everything, then texted him asking if he was ready, and I got nothing in response. At three in the afternoon, I got a text message telling me that he just got up and that now he's ready. As if I was just patiently waiting there for him for three hours on my one day off. Needless to say, I felt disrespected and incredibly frustrated. I told him I didn't want to go anymore. He sent me more messages like, I miss you, which I honestly just didn't even bother opening. He just just doesn't act like it's a big deal and it's whatever. When I talked to him, asking him why he left me waiting, all he could say was, ''Oh, I'm so sorry.'' And that's it. He hardly ever calls me or visits me. We only talk once or twice a month. So that honestly makes him blowing me off even worse. It takes him an entire day to respond to my messages. And it honestly seems to be getting worse with time. And I feel if he continues I'm going to get resentful. It makes me feel like I'm the only one putting in any effort. I'm kinda old fashioned but I was raised to view being punctual as very important. And being on time is a matter of pride. Like if I say 10 o'clock I will be there at 945 as long as there are no emergencies. I find being late very embarrassing and shameful and forgetting about your significant other when you made plans is just really hard to understand for me. Are we just too different? What should I do? It is completely inappropriate for him to leave you waiting for three hours just for you to go out on a date. You both made plans. You both said, hey, we're going to be here at this time. And then he completely goes back on it and betrays that trust and completely forgets. In my opinion, there's really no good excuse at this point. And in my opinion, time management is a big deal when it comes to relationships. I'm sure he's probably lovely around you and he's very loving and kind and probably meets your needs in a lot of ways. But if he is not reliable and dependable when it counts, Counts. How on earth could you imagine making this work? I just don't see a good future if this guy is going to continue to act like this. But even worst of all, it seems like he can make plans with his friends, but he can't make concrete plans with, you know, his girlfriend, which in my opinion is just completely inappropriate. That's the one person you really do need to put first and say, Hey, I'm going to prioritize my plans with her and make sure that I get there on time. If I was in your shoes, I would make it very clear to my boyfriend that, Hey, you need to change because this is putting a strain on our relationship because I do not think it's unreasonable for you to expect him to be on time and to consider your time as well. My boyfriend needs space after a huge argument but still wants to keep in contact daily. So my partner and I have been seeing each other for nearly a year. My partner's 31 years old and I'm a 30-year-old female. Long story short, we've gotten into a series of arguments in the last month due to our struggles communicating. We both played a role in the miscommunications, but it hit a tipping point where I blew up and said some things that really hurt him. I didn't call him rude things or say things intentionally to hurt him. I was just feeling insecure and questioning his love and care for me as he's not a very communicative guy. We've had several conversations since then and are finally at a point where we're able to calmly talk about our feelings, needs, and boundaries all without falling into the cycle of blaming each other. The problem now is that because of the hurtful things I said he says he needs a lot of space to process everything and decide if he can move forward. But he said he still wants to talk and text each other and wants to hang out still. But as friends, he has texted me at least once a day, every day in the last three weeks since our huge argument. He asks how I am, what I have planned, and all these other things. My question is, what do I do with this? We've both acknowledged our roles in our last conversation, and I have apologized to him multiple times for the things I've said and explained the root of my words. I talked to him about the steps I've been taking to make sure I never behave like that again, but he is still on the fence on if he can trust that this cycle won't happen again. We're both in therapy and this incident has shown me I need to further improve my communication skills and work on continuing to improve myself. What do I do now? How do I navigate this? I'm torn between setting boundaries and cutting contact until he makes his decision to either end our relationship or start fresh together and move forward or giving him space while still showing him my support and commitment to him, fixing our issues and doing better. I am 1000% certain, I will never behave that way ever again. I miss him and I love him very much, beyond words that I can describe. Now that we've laid everything out in the open, I'm sure we have a fighting chance to rebuild our relationship and work on our communication together. I'm convinced that if we make it past this, I'm going to marry him. But am I uselessly holding out hope? I'm trying not to blame myself and give myself grace, but it's hard because I feel like I ruined a good thing with my emotional outburst. I'm staying busy and tending to myself, but the sadness I feel is profound. What should I do? I think if you're working on yourself and you're both trying to move forward in the right direction, then I think you're doing everything you need to do. At this point, it kind of seems like the ball's in your boyfriend's court and there's not much you really can do besides wait and try and be supportive of whatever decision he makes. It honestly sounds like things are going in the right direction for you too, so hopefully things work out and hopefully you can salvage your relationship because it sounds like you're putting the work in. My girlfriend of eight, 8 months broke up with me because her heart wasn't in it 3 weeks after me moving to her city. So my girlfriend and best friend of 8 months broke up with me out of nowhere and I don't know what to do. My first relationship was a year long and broke up due to family pressure and other tangible reasons and I grieved for 4 months when I met my current girlfriend. I rejected her at first as I wasn't ready for a relationship but 2 months later I realized she exceeded my first girlfriend in every single way and we blossomed into An amazing relationship. I know everyone says you'll meet someone better, but I'm 28. I've gone on dozens and dozens of dates. I've met countless girls, but I've never met a silly, goofy, yet ambitious and smart, beautiful girl like her. I definitely sound like I'm putting her on a pedestal, but the connection we have is immeasurable. Before she met me, she was in a toxic relationship for a year, and she never thought she'd experience a love like she did with me. She even said she will try to find me and others, but doubts that she will be. Be able to. And most importantly, she acknowledged she could be making a terrible mistake and regret it and come back later, but she has to do it right now. She says there's no specific reason as to why we're breaking up. She said that she just realized her heart isn't in it for the last two months and it hasn't gotten any better. Basically, it all started with the fact that I was in a city four hours away and she wanted me to move to hers before introducing me to her family. Eventually, though, I did just that after lots of applying, and that's when she. Started Started having panic attacks. She's always had mental health issues with anxiety and depression. That combined with this being the toughest semester of her master's degree. Overall, I genuinely thought that she got cold feet. Also, we went on a supposed break for like two to three months when she realized that she wants a provider and someone who's ambitious in their career. While I always nagged her when we lived together, she has to pay 50% of everything and wasn't taking my career that seriously at the time. I think those two reasons are why she she decided to dump me the most. Now I'm in a city four hours away from my family and friends, and I'm soon to be truly single. She asked me to stay friends because she would legitimately be depressed without me in her life, and we're still talking and sending memes to each other at the moment, but once she's done with exams this week, I'm meeting her one last time next week. She doesn't know it'll be the last time, but I'm telling her that I can't be friends with her and know the reasons that she dumped me, and that I will work and improve myself, and hopefully she comes back to a better man. I'm clinging on to hope that she'll come back. I feel it in my heart that she will. She had valid reasons to be scared of a future with me, as I wasn't being a man. But I've learned the lesson the hard way. Now I'm in a new city alone, with nothing to lose and everything to gain. I hate to break it to you, but I think you're really avoiding reality right now, and that is that this relationship is over. She kicked you to the curb, and I think you need to move on. That's easier said than done, right? You two obviously connected together in a way that you haven't found before. And to that end, I'm so Sorry that things didn't work out, but I think holding on to some irrational hope that she'll come back to you is only going to do more damage to you than good. I don't think she's going to be coming back to you. It's wishful thinking at best, and I think you need to start packing your bags so to say and find someone better in your life. My parents have come to visit me and changed everything in my condo without my consent, and now I'm really really upset. In November of last year, I moved into a condo my parents own in the Midwest. I used to live with a roommate, but she moved out and left a ton of mess behind. And it's stuff that I was told not to mess with until my dad could fix it. When I first moved out here, they were okay with me not paying rent because I didn't have a real job yet. I got one in February and have been paying rent ever since on my own. I love my parents and they are good people, but they have recently come to visit me at their place. They gushed about how much they miss me and they couldn't wait to see me. My parents are very ridiculous and minimalistic. They like straight lines and Land decor. Since I lived here alone, I decorated my countertops, added colors and lights, all very tasteful. I went ahead and cleaned all Saturday, even though I knew it would never live up to their standards of cleanliness. When they walked through the door, there were barely any greetings and their faces immediately fell. The blinds weren't wiped down, the shelves had dust on them, and I used Windex instead of granite cleaner on the table. There was no happy rekindling because everything was wrong from the moment they stepped through the door. I know this is their place, and they have every right to feel and do as they please. They moved all my plants, replaced my pillows, rearranged my furniture, and threw away my decorations. And my mom wants to rearrange my closet. I know they are just trying to help, but it's draining me. I didn't ask them to do any of these things. I just wanted them to come by and just be with me. They claim they are doing this for me and want to make sure I'm set up before they leave to go back home. But I was okay before they came by. To add to this, my mom polices everything I eat. I had a cheat day and ordered Papa John's and got a cookie cake, and my mom tried to take it from me in front of me and told me I'd lose more weight if I didn't eat so much on the weekends. I diet five days a week and stay away from carbs. Her controlling nature and my dad being equally ridiculous has been taking a toll on my mental and emotional health. I never wanted anything to change. I work from home and barely have enough energy for output. When I apologize, they'll say, we'll just leave early. But I don't want them to leave. I just wanted them to come and spend time with me not change anything. But everything has changed. In fact, I cried silently in my car all because of this. I don't know why it's taking such a toll on me. I feel so bad and I'm just not sure what to do. It sounds like your parents not only don't know your boundaries, but if they do they completely cross them. I can understand that you want them to come by to spend time with them. They're family, of course you do. But the fact that they went into your house and changed everything that you enjoyed and basically stripped away all the things that made you unique about your house is just really inappropriate there is no good reason for them to have done that to you and honestly I absolutely would say something this needs to be addressed overall though I really hope you're able to talk to your parents about this and let them know that they crossed the line and that what they did in your home is inappropriate thanks for watching when you subscribe make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications to finish listening to all the stories use the playlist at the top of the description and the next time you live stream use the cream of the crop music search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your next stream.